Are you ready to expand your life in reality? Join us for the next hour with Jamie Bates as she shares life-changing thoughts, techniques, and awarenesses to help you expand your reality. Hello and welcome. I am Jamie Bates, consciousness facilitator and expander of realities. My mission with my radio show is to create greater awareness of what is possible and to expand you beyond the limitations of this reality. I am grateful that you're joining me today. And today we have a very special guest with us. We have Janie Brinoff, who is a licensed clinical therapist, a certified substance abuse counselor, and now she is a course creator. Uh, Janie is working on one of her specialties, which is helping people heal from narcissistic relationships. And Janie is uh, rolling out her new program, April 15th. And today we are going to share with you some of the things Janie has in store for her new course creation. Welcome, Janie. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited to have you and to chat about this. I'm very excited that you're joining us today. Um, this is a, such a huge topic in the empath realm. So uh, especially with people who are energetically sensitive. I mean, I think for a lot sure. of people, yeah, I've been subject to some type of narcissistic relationship. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Awesome. So we're going to begin today by having Janie share a bit with us on how she relates to this topic and what kind of uh, got her into this whole narcissistic relationship uh, <laughs> spiral. So I'll, I'll share this with you. Um, when I first graduated with my, no, I wasn't even graduated. When I first got into the psychology realm, um, I, I got myself into a narcissistic relationship with another therapist and <laughs> I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Um, and I had no idea the ins and outs, even as a therapist and um, learning in this field, what that looked like and what that could do. So I'm like this independent woman and I'm really educated and I've got, you know, I've got the world, everything going for me. And then I get into this relationship that makes me question everything about my reality at every given opportunity. And let me tell you, um, <laughs> that flatlined me like none other. And I had to figure out how to get out of everything that created in my psyche and heal from that in order to be an independent, successful woman. Yeah, I can imagine. So let's talk about that a little bit. Like, what is a classic uh, narcissistic patterning, if you will? <laughs> I subtitled my course he loves me he loves me not oh. now there's there's a lot of characteristics in a narcissistic relationship but looking back i think that was that was some of my hallmark memories right um we would go to sleep one night and i would get told that you know i am his soulmate and i would just surrender to this love cocoon that i was in and it was just amazing it was the most amazing feeling i'd ever had in my life but when i got up the next morning it was like I would hear the words, I don't love you. I don't know what you're even talking about. And your brain just spins. And it's like, well, wait, what? Am I crazy? And <laughs> so that's where I get the, he loves me, he loves me not 
subtitle um, from my experience, but it goes into a lot of in the beginning of your narcissistic relationship, when you get with somebody with these abusive qualities, it's it's the idealization phase. You are awesome. You are amazing. You are this beautiful, amazing woman and um, they can't get enough of you and they take you and they put you up on this plateau. But then later in the relationship, you're working and sacrificing so many pieces of you to get back up on that plateau. And it's it's kind of like falling from grace for, for no reason, honestly, um, to be honest with you. You're just falling from grace as they kind of knock you down off that throne and get you into, I'm going to quote somebody, compliance. Mm. Hmm. So this is mostly going to be focusing around like relationships with like uh, significant others or can they also kind of put this into relation maybe even to like relationship with family members? I'm designing the course is relationship and it doesn't have to be we broke up last week I'm signing up um, because the patterns of these narcissistic relationships and this is hard this is sometimes this is a lifelong thing to break it really is and it, it gets down into your psyche and what you're creating in other relationships with that and so I want to form a group more around the relationship realm but there is that there is often not always but often that family pattern where you have somebody that has created this this search for someone with those narcissistic qualities oh Does yeah that make sense? yeah definitely that's what i was wondering yes and so it can back on family patterns definitely yeah that's really interesting so within that so you you guys are going to kind of so this so let's back up for a minute so this is going to be a course that's going to be a live course that's starting april 15th Yes, this is going to be set up on Zoom sessions. And so we're going to do a Zoom group therapy. And these are going to be hour long sessions. And it's going to go for 10 weeks. And I'm limiting the group at 12 people. Because what I want to do is I want to create a small therapeutic group where we connect with each other. Because going through this, you really need that support from other people to help. And, and I lead with this topic on crazy make you. Oh, tell me and about that. that. Val <laughs> that validation from your group of other people that have had these experiences, it helps. It's going to help make you feel more normal and validate your experience. Because when we when we get into these patterns of like, I don't love you. I don't know what you're even talking about. You have to back search into your head of like, well, wait a minute. You told me you loved me yesterday and then when they you know when they tell you that you're crazy and that they never said that your brain just starts looping and it starts searching and the more you do that the more you start questioning your reality and everything around you and the more it's harder to just get up and go to work in the morning and the more it sacrifices your self-esteem it's just a domino effect and so when we get us to when we get together in a small therapeutic group we can help uncreate all the crazy. So what if somebody is in or isn't sure if they're in a narcissistic relationship? What are some of the things that um, are maybe telltale signs be besides kind of what you just talked about, about the kind of the constant 
um, you know, back and forth. Um, I know you mentioned that um, kind of always making them like invalidating the experience. Is that what you said? Where it's kind of always this, I, I guess I'm pretty fortunate in the fact that I would say I probably had an ex that was slightly narcissistic, but uh, I haven't, I don't know that I've I've gone full-fledged into a complete and total narcissistic relationship. Maybe I have, I don't know. But can you tell me some more of the, like the, the signs? I know that a lot of people struggle with um, kind of defining, um, you know, cause again, I, they they're kind of swimming in that wrongness, right? Uh, well, maybe it's me or maybe it's my fault. Can you tell us some of the things that maybe they might be experiencing or maybe well, even if you're more? in that relationship, everything's your fault. <laughs> Okay. So everything's your fault. <laughs> not, That's a good not one. Not for real. Like not for real, but yeah, you're told that everything is your fault. This course is not to clinically diagnose your partner. What I am doing is I'm taking these abusive behavior patterns and I'm helping you heal from those. And we we throw out the term narcissism real quick and real easy these days. And so is it my job to diagnose your partner? No, it's absolutely not. So I'm using narcissistic patterns. And so that goes, it's abusive patterns is basically what it is. They have this need for control. They have this need for crazy making you. And it's bottom line, the hardest thing to see is that you're not dealing with somebody that is motivated by empathy. And that's where the narcissist and the empath pattern comes from. You are essentially dating somebody that does not have empathy. Now, our behaviors and our actions are motivated essentially throughout childhood, right? As a baby, you cry when you're hungry and you need changed. And as a child, you're going to use whatever behavior pattern is going to get you the toy or whatever your needs are met and whatever those reinforcements are from childhood on to get your needs met is you'll you'll mature and you'll get better at it but those are your motivational factors and what i mean to say by that is when you're dealing with somebody without the empathy for instance when i want you to love me i don't have to be kind to you if i don't have empathy when you hurt my heart, it's gonna motivate me. When I want love, it's gonna motivate me to use a specific choice of words and actions. And when you're getting into someone that doesn't have empathy, it becomes a lot more manipulative motivations. Okay, definitely. Which makes them very dangerous to where when we're motivated by empathy and love and we feel so deeply, oftentimes we project that onto our partner and we can't see anything else. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I know that whole pattern of like, once we decide they're perfect, awesome, great, wonderful, right? Then a lot of times we can't see when they're not perfect, great, wonderful. (laughs) For sure. For absolute sure. And you know, one of the things at the very end of a lot of narcissistic relationships is called a narcissistic discard where they get up one morning and everything is just over and done and you have no reason and they walk out the door and you're left going what in the heck just happened like wait a minute 
we were so in love. We had so many, you know, so much, we were soulmates. We were this, we were that. Where did they go? Like, why did they just leave me? I just don't understand. And then again, your brain is doing the search, trying to make sense of everything. And that's called a narcissistic discard. And it's emotionally devastating. Just Absolutely, devastating. positively. And you can't figure out how somebody could love you so much and just be okay with walking away. And that goes back into the narcissist and empathic relationship. They don't feel like we feel. And that is a dangerous, dangerous game oh, with yeah. our emotional hearts. It's, yeah. Definitely. Well, now that you explain it in that terms, then I definitely was in a narcissistic relationship with my ex-husband because he filed for divorce without even telling me. And, and I was left with that pain of like, what, like, I thought we were happy. We just bought a new house. We had all these things. Right. Um, and I will say that, um, that there is a lot of, um, additional stuff that still kind of lingers as far as I don't necessarily think with me, but definitely with, uh, some of the things that my children deal with for sure. Um, it's, um, you know, I started working with somebody recently and in the first 20, 30 minutes of talking to them, I could tell before they told me much of anything of their history and stuff like that, that they had been in a narcissistic relationship because their emotional regulation um, was similar to what I'm very conscious of even still today. If my partner makes me mad, I am going to emotionally regulate everything. And it's it's part of navigating that narcissistic relationship too, because you're wrong for your overreactions. You're wrong for your feelings. Girl, I was wrong for having period hormones. Come on. Like <laughs> I had to watch that shit. Like when it started rolling around at like that time of the month, I'm like, oh, better not have feelings, better not cry, better not do this, better not overreact, you know, and like it's that fine emotional regulation because you were wrong for you were wrong for your feelings mm. and displaying them wow that's a lot of energy i'm just gonna pull that through while we're talking about it Let's do that <laughs> so you're going to be diving into that with people and really helping them really like pinpoint um a lot of those places where they're where, because I'm sure that that probably, and I know even for myself, like took me a long time to stop that patterning of inner wrongness around sure. that relationship in particular. So for you guys sure. are going to be doing a lot of deep diving into that. Yeah. And again, the, the classic term that goes with narcissism is gaslighting too. I didn't really go into that a lot. It's, it's, backed into the you know he loves me he loves me not and crazy making pieces of it but people really associate with that gaslighting term that gets thrown around with narcissism now too and I tell me what crazy. Can you, it's crazy can making you girl can you explain <laughs> what narcissism is or not narcissism i'm sorry gaslighting, gaslighting? um i was going over that in a group therapy session one day and we were sitting in this closed office and they're like janie what's gaslighting and i opened the door and I pointed outside in which it's a bright, sunny day. And I said, it's raining cats and dogs today. And everybody looked outside and then they did a double take and they had to, they had to reality fact check me trying to convince them that it was raining outside. And then I closed the door and they just looked at me with confusion. I'm like, it's clearly a sunny day, but I just made you look twice 
that it's raining outside, didn't I? Um, <laughs> mm. That's just like a very, very superficial, basic thing. Um, you're my soulmate one night. I don't love you the next morning. Um, you're amazing today. You disgust me tomorrow. Um, your friends don't really like you. Um, lying to you. Um, making you doubt things that you know. I'm pulling that through. There's a lot of energy on that. There's like a lot of fog. Everything, all of that is. And all of that, 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 all of that. Can we just choose to remove all of that from all of your universes? Can we just choose that now? Yes. I feel everybody at home, like they're all, they're like listening, like, oh, I know that. Like, there's just a lot of like energy coming up. There's so many, like, yeah, there's so much with in just my superficial terminology of situations that I've heard of people going through where they go to arrange a pickup with their children and the partner stages the pickup and calls the police instead when they when they go to pick up their children or um, the children being used as a weapon and um, just like I mean it's just it's so it gets so 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 devastatingly ugly it really does so in this course you're gonna uh give them kind of the awareness and the information and really truly the especially using therapy um getting the 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 tools to really help them identify like give me give me some of the things that you're gonna help them do identify um release the wrongness release the wrongness i called one one of the weeks i called it closing the loop and the loop is a terminology i actually took from you jamie um (laughs) But when you're told a lie, your brain does this search and this loop of, well, wait a minute, it's blue outside. Blue means it's it's sunny. Um, wait a minute, why did they say it's raining? Can I find any rain? Is it wet on the ground? Maybe the flower bed is wet. Like, like <laughs> maybe the grass is wet. Like it's this, do you hear how much energy goes into it's sunny outside? Now, you can sit there and spin and focus all of your energy in one simple tiny lie. But when your brain is doing that all day long, it's not being productive. Us, in in the loop also becomes in, like for instance, the narcissistic discard, we loop on how the hell somebody could love us so much and then go to not loving us at all. And we sit, in anybody that has trauma, you sit for days, weeks, months, years, trying to figure out the answer we're going to work on closing those loops in this class so you don't just sit there and still try to figure out the answer for years to come awesome um we're going to support each other on cutting cords as much as possible to not allow these people coming back into our life and then in the course i will get into more of why you would want that we're going to get into more of the narcissistic and empath relationship and why that works and how us empaths feed the narcissist and we're going to we're going to dive deeper into the therapy in, in the psyche with all of that stuff breaking patterns that we have assessing your support groups and recreating i i call it recreating a language and this was one of my big my big, big things in healing myself. I had to, I had to grow and I had to create something that was just for me. And I had done this a few times in this uh, 
not cutting the cord myself. I would, I would create something that I was really passionate about, or I would create something that was just this amazing understanding. And then I would call up the narcissist that I didn't know was a narcissist. And I would invite him back into my life to share that with him. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) No, wrong answer. Don't just don't do that. And so then, you know, we would, we would go down that avenue again and then, You'd go through the discard and you're like, what the hell happened? And then and then I would create something else that helped me stop persisting in the pattern that I was living in. Awesome. And that's also really important too to to become aware of that pattern too. So you're not like creating that with like other people as well, too, right? obviously being able For to, sure. to spot when maybe somebody else comes into your life that has the same traits. And I we're think that's gonna really go hard with- for people right? You know, it is. It's very, very hard to identify these people when they come into your life. And we're going to work on identifying that stuff from the get-go. Awesome. Yeah. Because I know that if if you've been hurt and been in a, a narcissistic relationship, if you don't heal from that fully, right, you're just going to like, re, you're just going to more than likely attract well, we that do. same type of person. Well, we do. We attract a specific person and they come back into our life in a different body over and over and over again. Usually, not everybody, um, but this is going to be about breaking those patterns and creating something new. Awesome. Very cool. So you're going to do this live for the first run through uh, April yep. 15th and you're taking 12 people, uh, which I'm is taking exciting. 12 people. Awesome. We're going on a journey. Yeah, definitely. So tell us a little bit more details. So when are the, April 15th is starting. Is that a Wednesday? It's a Thursday night. It's a Thursday. Okay, so you're going to do evening. I don't know that you guys want to spend your Friday evening with me. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe. Who so knows? you're going to do um, weekly for 10 weeks every Thursday? Yes, every Thursday at 6 p.m. Okay, so so tell us if, let's say, if somebody wants to heal from a narcissistic relationship and they can't do the live group, um, can they still take the course later, potentially? I will have the course available so you can you can buy the course and the topics and go through them on your own at your own pace. I do highly, highly recommend the group setting, though. Those supports that are around you that's healing. That's okay. your healing ticket right there for real. Just wondering like if maybe they want to get in. information, but that support system I believe is your real ticket to start healing. Okay, awesome. So if if they can't get into that April 15th session, are you going to do another one maybe live potentially absolutely sometime after? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And if they want to do, they would like to do work one-on-one with you, they can also do that as well. Well, I'm a therapist. And so I own my own practice, Soul Space Therapy. And um, you can find me at soulspacetherapy.com. So I own my own practice. And what that means to you is you're not getting a new therapist in a few months (laughs) because I'm not leaving my own practice. Um, That's often a big thing that people go through when they go to um, different practices as their therapist leaves or retires or goes somewhere that, you know, pays differently or whatever. I take insurance. And so for one-on-one sessions, if you, if I, if I'm credentialed with your insurance company, I can take insurance for one-on-ones and then you can do the group therapy course. The group therapy course is not going through insurance. But they can still also hire you as well. What's your website? 
soulspacetherapy.com. Okay, we'll make sure we'll put that on the on the link as well. Uh, so they can contact you, do private sessions with you. They can jump in this amazing uh, heal from the narcissistic relationship course um, and identify those patterns early on and really get the help so they can untangle from all of that crazy yes. that narcissistic yes. relationship. Okay. Yes. You don't want to perpetrate that stuff into your future relationships. Anybody with trauma you are constantly reacting out of that trauma. So let's say, let's say that we we get lucky, right? Let's say I leave that narcissistic relationship and my next boyfriend, we, we want, you know, just amazing best case scenario, right? My next boyfriend is the guy I wanted to be with my whole life. I'm still responding to those triggers. Mm. I'm still creating and responding to that. And so untangling out of that stuff and realizing what's real, what's not real, that, you know, your next guy doesn't have to be a narcissist and you don't have to respond or treat him like a narcissist because that creates something in your space, in your relationship. And you don't want that guy to have to come in and be, be your superhero and have it all be on him to heal you. That gets into a whole nother dynamic. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, positively. So this is really just to really empower you, to heal you, to have better, stronger uh, relationships moving forward. But obviously, uh, for sure, it creates something for the rest of your life. Definitely, and healing from those is—I know that's very difficult. That's a hard situation to to move through, especially on your own. Sure is. Sure and oftentimes, do you find too um, people have been in narcissistic relationships? I, I see this a lot and I can't even say this is true for me. I didn't really have like a lot of family support. So when I was going through even like my divorce, let's just say um, I didn't, uh, there was a lot of places. And now, now that we're talking about this, there's a lot of places where he kind of set me up, um, <laughs> right? Yeah. Where he set me up in these ways where uh, then like my family thought a different thing about me than I even knew was true. Like I remember at one For point. For sure. I was in the hospital and um, I had I had the had the bird flu. I don't know if you remember when the bird flu was going around. Had it. <laughs> yeah, had it. I, I, I did fun. too. And I was in the hospital and um, my parents had actually came up and visited me. I was in the hospital for like three days. And when I got home, um, he actually filed for divorce just a few days after that. And when I, uh, I didn't call my parents, I didn't call anybody for days because I was like, I didn't know what to do. Like I hadn't even ever even considered like getting divorced. Right. And then here I am like sitting with these divorce papers, trying to figure out what I'm going to do with this. And I remember when I called my mom, my mom said, well, you know, um, you know, he had told me that he was going to file for divorce when you had tried to kill yourself. And I went into this space of like, what? That never happened. That wasn't even a thing. So he had told a whole bunch of lies to my parents. And then my mom had said to me that she had heard, you know, these other things. And so it really made it look like I knew what was going on. It made it look like I was aware of, you know, what was happening. And it really kind of made me seem like I was crazy and he was the sane one. And that, I think, messed me up more than anything. And well, you know, whether we say in this instance, whether we say abusive relationship or narcissistic relationship, (laughs) I mean, those can be different things, but um, that's their target is to isolate you from your support groups. And they will, they love to get a hold of your support groups and make them believe horrible things about you. So you are left alone. And that is another topic we cover is who's your people. Mm. 
That's a good one. And that's coming very out of important. these, I mean, coming out of these, you can lose, some people lose everybody, everybody, and they're alone with all this, you know, thoughts and crazy making and why don't people love me? Why didn't people go with me? Why can't people see what happened to me? And it's devastating. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's one I hear a lot where the, you know, the spouse turns your family against you and you actually come out of that. I've heard with, with no family. Yeah, it's crazy. It's totally crazy. I've, I've known quite a few people now too, that have had that same thing. And it's very devastating all around. Um, so I'm and when excited. You go back, go ahead, I'll just say like, when you go back to, I, I pointed out your childhood patterns and how you get what you want earlier. And I don't know if I said it clearly enough that you understand now when you're manipulative and that is your modality of getting what you want in life and you don't have empathy it's easy for people to do stuff like that like take your whole family away from you and lie to them and feel nothing yeah it is a crazy thing that is dangerous definitely absolutely positively so I'm glad that these people are going to have help be able to take this course with you at these 10 weeks and transform that. And um, is this going to help them create like those, those stronger bonds with new people moving forward as well then? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because for 10 weeks, we are creating bonds. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yes, Super we are. Cool. All right. Well, we will have all of the details uh, or a link to all the details for Janie's course. Uh, we'll have a link to her website, which is soulspacetherapy.com um, on the link here for the podcast. Uh, so you can join Janie or look at Janie's website, see what she has available there. Um, also, you can schedule your sessions with Janie and uh, sign up for the course there as well. Is there anything else that you want to add or talk about today about the course before we finish up the call today, Janie? I think we dove into some pretty good stuff in this podcast here. Um, I just want to add, like, I look very, very forward to meeting you and working with you. Awesome. I am excited for you to do this course, Janie. Uh, I've been trying to talk Janie into doing this course or at least getting this information out there. Janie is a amazing therapist. She has been helping so many people um, heal their life, go beyond these uh, toxic relationships for how long have you been a therapist now, Janie? I've been in this for probably 10 years. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think probably even longer than 10 years, haven't you? Hasn't it I feel like we've known each other know, for at least not, 10 years. Let's not just keep adding numbers in there, okay? <laughs> well, Janie is an excellent therapist. and I 20 know. years, it's still going to be 10 years. <laughs> All right. Uh, she's definitely been uh, one of my favorite uh, go-to referrals uh, for anybody who needs a therapist for quite some time. So uh, if you require some type of help, please reach out to Janie again, soulspacetherapy.com, and you can find a link on the podcast as well. Thank you, Janie, for joining us today. I'm so excited about your course. I'm excited that you're creating courses now. As this a course, exciting. <laughs> yeah, as a fellow course creator, I know, like, I mean, when you start getting your courses out there to the world and you can touch so many people it's like the impact is so uh profound and i know that there's such a requirement right now for people to get this information about uh, narcissistic relationships because it's time for us to heal peeps so Absolutely. all right awesome thank you so much janie for joining thank us thank you
and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Expand Your Reality with your host, Jamie Bates. Thank you for listening. 